Hey guys, what is up? Editor Lucy here for just a quick little announcement before we get into this video. Um, I do want, I want to apologize for us not uploading anything throughout December or the very end of November, I believe. Um, it was a very busy month for both me and Oof, um, and I apologize that this video is late. Uh, this was supposed to be our New Year's episode, but I got sick with a pretty bad virus um, back during New Year's, and then it was just non-stop with work. Um, for those who don't know, I work at a sporting goods store, and like beginning of January is our busiest time of the year, um, after December, pretty much. We, we heavily specialize in winter. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a busy couple weeks for me. I have not been able to do a whole lot, and uh, I do want to apologize for this being late, but um, right after this video goes up, there will be another er, another episode of the podcast going up immediately after, so you guys are getting a two-for-one deal, and we'll be back to uploading regularly after all this. Again, just wanted to apologize for that, but yeah, enjoy the, f enjoy the segments coming up. Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to, I don't remember what the episode number is, but hello. Today I'm here for a solo segment, Oof will be as well, um, following this little, uh, this little segment of mine. But, real quick, I just wanted to get into some things before we, uh, before we get started here. So, I do want to apologize for, um, us not uploading through December. Uh, we were a little busy that month, there's a lot going on between the both of us, and we really just, like, we, we, def we definitely did try to find a time re to record. God knows we had so many DMs about it, but... None of them worked out. Our power was crashing. Our internets were out. Uh, our VRs weren't working. And it was just a whole process. Every time we got ready, every time we got set up, something would go wrong. And every time we tried to schedule something, something happened. So I do want to apologize for that. But um, with that, welcome back. Happy New Year's. Hopefully you guys all had a great New Year's, a great Christmas. Uh, and hopefully just all around you guys had an amazing time. Um Today we're kind of just doing a little bit of a winter Happy New Year segment. Um, this episode should be up, I want to say, January 3rd-ish um, at the latest. Um, maybe January 4th. I was a little sick over New Year's, so I wasn't able to record. Um, it is currently January 2nd, but yeah. Uh, I wasn't able to record during New Year's. This should be up either tomorrow, maybe a day later. It depends on what happens. Um, but yeah, either way. How are y'all doing today? Hopefully it's, hopefully it's well. Hopefully y'all had a great New Year's. Hopefully y'all had a great Christmas. Um, outside of that, yeah, today we're going to be kind of going in a bit more like, you know, winter Christmassy stories since that's kind of the vibe of the general season. Um, Oof's going to tell some of his in a little bit. I'm going to take uh, about 10, 20 minutes real quick to just tell some of mine. Um, and we'll run it from there. But uh, yeah, I guess getting started, um, some life updates for me. Not not a whole lot's changed over Christmas. I did my um, I did my month long show for change event, which was the first time hosting it. It went really well, I think. Um, we raised fifteen hundred dollars out of our ten thousand dollar goal, um, and you know, for a first time running this, that was actually really good. I'm gonna be doing a like a bigger and better next or this year, I think, um, which is gonna be nice. I'm gonna hopefully try and re start recruiting creators like much earlier on, like mid November. Um, and I think I might also even take TwitchCon um, to try and uh, to try and uh, recruit some more creators, which I really hope they don't do Vegas again this year. Like, don't don't get don't get me wrong, it, Vegas was a fun venue. It was a really fun venue, but I mean, I definitely did not want to. Um, I definitely didn't like the walkability of the nearby area, you know. Um, but that was like my own thing there. Sorry, I like fidgeting with things. Um, but yeah, I definitely didn't. I definitely didn't like the uh, the walkability of like the the area around the Vegas Convention Center, which I mean, you know, goes to kind of show. Like the center was great, but 
it wasn't that good. So I hope they bring it back to like San Diego or somewhere. So at least just maybe somewhere new this year. Like San Diego will forever hold my heart, and I really do hope they bring it back to that. Um, but I also, I also just don't want to see it in Vegas again. Like Vegas, the convention center in Vegas was fine. The walkability outside the center sucked. The traffic sucked. Just trying to figure out that whole area was a nightmare. Like, I would much rather go back to San Diego or just go somewhere new along the Pacific Northwest, maybe. Um, however, time to get into some winter stories, you know. Stop getting distracted. But, um, let me get my drink here. But, uh, yeah, I guess starting out, what are some good winter stories that I have? If I had to, if I had to go with just, like, the first thing that came to memory, I think one of my favorite, um... Well, I think a really funny one is, for those who don't know, at the beginning of 2023, um, like the very tail end of 2022, December 28th, last 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 year, uh, December 28th, 2022, I was up on a snowboarding trip because, you know, I wanted to just take the week and I wanted to go up and I wanted to have fun um, between, you know, between my work week. Um, and while I was up there, uh, a mistake happened. Um, I got a little too close to a skier who was in front of me. And if you've never skied or snowboarded before... You know that if you hit somebody, if you were the one coming from behind them, you were at fault. Um, obviously, there's like some very rare exceptions to that, but like 99% of the time, if you hit somebody who is further down than you on the slope, you are at fault. You, it's your job to watch out for other people. And you know, I knew this. Like I've been hit before from behind on the slope, and it's not fun. So I saw the skier kind of come up, uh, she's in front of me, she's like a little ways uh, ahead of me, and she ends up coming right in my path. So I was a little panicked at that point, because I'm like, great, I can't hit her, and I also don't want to swing out to the right, because I'm on the left side of the course. Like, I don't want to swing out to the right, um, out of fear that there might be a skier or somebody else coming down behind me. Um, and I also don't want to keep going straight, because I will hit her if I do. So in like a brief moment of panic, and while, I mean, also evidently I can't go left, because I'll fly into the forest. Um, but in a brief moment of panic, I tried to slow my board down, um, and the second I turned my board, uh, straight, pretty much, uh, it caught a sheet of ice, which ended up stopping me dead in my tracks, um, and I ended up landing straight on my wrist. So my wrist, basically, my right wrist here, uh, got crushed between my body and an ice, and it fractured my wrist pretty much straight along, um, like across the entire bone, pretty much. It wasn't fun, um... But the story actually gets worse, and that's what makes it funnier. Um, I go down to ski patrol, right? And the the girl helps me because, you know, she did see what happened. Well, she didn't see what happened to me, but she kind of heard me, like, cry out as soon as I crashed. Um, but the girl helped me get to ski patrol a little bit. She was like, hey, it's over here. Uh, do you need me to go with you or anything? I was like, nope, I'm good. Thank you. Um, and I end up going over there. Um, you know, my wrist is feeling pretty fucking bad. Um, so I go into ski patrol, it hurts like hell, uh, they check me out, and they're like, hey, it might be a sprain, but, you know, it's, like, I don't feel anything fractured or broken, I think you're okay. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and I went back up. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Why would you go back up? In all fairness, I am not a licensed doctor. I trust ski patrol more than I trust my own medical expertise. 
So I was like, okay, yeah, they're probably right. Maybe it's just a swollen sprain or something like that. That's why I can't move it. So, you know, I just kept my arm kind of tucked a little bit. But, you know, I went up back on the slopes. I fell on it a few more times. And after, like, the second fall, I was kind of like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this shit anymore. So I went down. I got in my car. Um, and I was like, no, fuck this. Um, and it didn't get better, necessarily. I waited for the rest of my group to get in on with the day. They got done. They met me at the car. We all got in. We all tossed our boards in. Um, and we drove back. Uh, namely, I drove back because, you know, I was the only licensed person in that car. Um, and I had to drive pretty much with my left hand because, you know, my right hand, not working. Um, <laughs> which is the best part. But, you know, I still didn't go to the ER because I'm still thinking ski patrols. Like, ski patrols, right? Like, yeah, maybe it's a sprain. So I go back to my hotel, pass out for the night, wake up the next morning. I am still in severe pain. And I was supposed to work a shift that day at my workplace. I was supposed to wake up at like 6 a.m. and drive back. So I woke up. I was feeling like shit. So I was like, no, I'm going to call out today. I went back to bed. Um, and I woke up later and I called them and I was like, yo, like, I'm pretty sure my wrist is fucked up. Um, I think it's broken, but I'm not sure. I will not be in today. And what was really bad is that that day I had to call in. Um, I basically called them and I was like, and it happened to be uh, one of my one of my manager's last days, and he was the one who picked up the phone. And I felt so bad because it was like the last day he was working there before he was moving on to his like his dream job. Um, and he picks up the phone. He's like, "Yo," he's like, "Yo, Lucy, what's up?" Uh, and I was like, well, not actually Lucy, my real name, but yeah, you get what I mean. Um, and he's like, yo, Lucy, what's up? And I was like, hey, man, uh, how's your last day going? He's like, it's going, it's going good, man. What's up? Uh, how can I help you? And he was, and I was like, I'm not going to be in today. I crashed yesterday snowboarding and I think I broke my wrist. And he's like, okay, my last day was going great until I heard about this. Are you okay? And I was like, no, not really. Um, and I've seen him a few times since in the store and stuff, but it was just, like, a really funny phone call to have while I'm, like, you know, like, slowly cradling my wrist and walking through my hotel, like, moving shit to my car. Because, you know, obviously, it's still my check-out day. This is still the day I have to leave. I can't stay in, like, Tahoe. So I'm, like, I'm on the phone with him as I'm, like, cradling my wrist and walking through the place. Uh, and, you know, I called out. And I did the drive back from Tahoe that day. It took me eight hours. Now, if you've never been to Tahoe, like, if you've never driven the Tahoe to San Francisco route, that is a four to five hour drive at most, usually, if you hit no, if you hit no, little to no traffic. Um, now, it was the middle of the week. I shouldn't have hit any traffic, and I didn't. But I kept having to stop and drive so badly under the speed limit, because I'm having to drive my left wrist. And my left wrist is like, you know, I'm not used to driving on, like, my left wrist at this point. Now I'm used to it because I had to do it for eight hours straight. Like, I can drive on my left wrist just fine. I can do it either wrist, like, solo. Um, but I was new to it at that point. My, I can't use, like, I can't reaction use my right wrist to grab the wheel if something goes wrong. So I'm, like, under the speed limit, like, losing my mind trying to get home. Um, and it took me eight hours. Um, my, my other group actually beat me home because I, I, because I, like, could not drive faster than that. Um, and they left, like, an hour after I did. But it was really fun. Um, but it ended up being that I'd come to the, I come to work for the next three days after I get home that night. And I'm just like, okay, I'm in excruciating pain. I had like a, I had like a makeshift brace that I brought or that I bought, um, from like a CVS. And that's what I was using to kind of hold my wrist together at that point. Um, and after those three days, I was still in excruciating pain. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to the ER. 
So I go into the ER, right? And it takes another like four days for that because I basically had to call my doctor and be like, hey, when can someone take a look at this? Uh, and they were like, a nearest appointment's on Thursday. And I my last shift is on like Monday or something like that. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, I'll be there Thursday. Um, so I, w I get off those three days of work. I just lay at home for the next three days. Uh, and then I go to work and I'm just like, okay, or I don't, I go to work. I go to the ER and I'm like, okay, what's wrong with me? So they do it. They do a scan and my wrist is swollen. So they can't actually see part of the bone that they think might be fractured. So they're just like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to wrap you in a cast for a little while. And, uh, if the swelling goes down, that's, we'll do an x-ray again. I was like, okay, that's great. Um, and, or sorry, no, they could see the bone partially and they, they thought it looked fractured, but they couldn't tell. That's what it was. Um, but, you know, I'm in a cast for a month, uh, I go back, and they're like, yeah, it's definitely, it definitely is fractured after, like, the swelling has gone down in the X-ray again. Um, but they're like, it's okay enough to the point where we can take you out of a cast. Um, it wasn't, like, a horrible fracture. I'm like, okay, that's not bad. But then they're also just like, do not do any heavy weightlifting, do not do anything stupid with your wrist for the next five months. And I was like, okay, can I go snowboarding again? They're like, no, you cannot. You are staying in the city. You are not allowed to go up to the fucking, uh, to the ski slopes. Do not do heavy weightlifting because we will have to put you back in a cast and you could probably break your wrist again. And I was like, great, all right. So I missed out on, like, one of the best ski seasons there was in the longest time, which, you know, kind of sucked, but, like, oh, well. Um, don't do stupid things on ski slopes. Uh, ski slopes. On ski slopes. That is, like, the that is like the, the number one rule if you're ever going to go skiing or snowboarding. Do not do stupid things um, like I do. But that was a pretty fun winter story from uh, last season. Uh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of some other ones. Another great one that happened was I uh, I managed to nail a buddy of mine with a snowball from the chairlift, which was kind of funny. It was going up next to the slope, and I spotted his jacket, and I was like, "Hey, I can hit him!" Uh, and I just happened to have a snowball with me because I was going to like throw one. I was going to throw it at somebody when I got to the top. Um, not somebody I don't know, but somebody in my group. But I happened to spot one of them on the slope, and I was like, "This is the perfect time." So I threw it, and miraculously, I did hit him. Um, I fully expected to miss, but the other people on the lift with me thought it was hilarious, and I was like, uh, it was just really funny, but I just yeeted it right at him, um, and it nailed him, like, right in the, I think it was, like, the, like, middle back. It would have been really funny if I nailed him in the head, but I couldn't do it. Um, but the best part is he didn't even know it was me. Um, later on, when we were all getting food together, he, he looked over at me, and he was like, dude, did you know somebody hit me with a snowball while I was on the slope earlier? I was like, yeah, that was me. He's like, where the fuck were you? And I was like, on the chairlift. <laughs> he was just like, you hit me from the chairlift? And, I, and it was just like a great moment between like the entire group. We were all just like, yeah, I hit you with the chairlift. I hit you, well, I hit you with the chairlift. I hit you from the chairlift. Uh, and it was just really funny. But yeah, I mean, outside of that, I don't really have a whole lot of winter stories. Um... At least none that I remember. Like, I have a couple of my, you know, oh, this has happened, like, you know, during the winter before. But, like, you know, not many relating to snow or stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I think my, I think I'm going to cut my, uh, my segment short here. Um, I don't have a whole lot of winter stuff, but, you know, those are just some funny stories that happened to me in, like, you know, the last couple seasons. And, uh, yeah. Outside of that, I do hope you guys enjoyed. Um, we will be getting back to regular uploading after this video. Um, so we will see you guys on January 15th and then January 31st and so on. Like every every mid and end of the month that we've been doing. Um, I do want to apologize one more time just for us not uploading through December. It was just a very busy month and we couldn't do a whole lot. But uh, pretty much without further ado, I'm going to pass this, uh, this section of the podcast off to Oof. 
Um, but while you guys are listening to his segment, if you guys want to follow, like, subscribe, um, upvote our podcast, whatever the buttons are on your platforms, we are on um, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, and Amazon uh, Podcasts, which I can't say because the bot's behind me. But if you guys want to listen to that, go right ahead. Uh, or if you guys want to do that, go right ahead, and I'm going to pass this section off to you. Have a good one, y'all. What's going on, guys? This is my section of this week's episode. Sorry. Lucy probably already explained this beforehand. Uh, before I'm talking here, probably edit it this part in. But uh, we've had a little bit of trouble recording this month. You know, with it being the holidays and stuff like that. It's been a little chaotic. You know, the usual stuff. Both of us trying to go see family. I got just recently got a new job, so I've been trying to... Uh, I'm only on a seasonal thing there, so I'm trying to impress them so I can be held on more. Because it's a good job. Uh, it's, it's like one of the first times I'll actually be able to save money and actually somewhat enjoy what I'm doing, right? So, um, but yeah, uh, my portion, I think today we are talking about, you know, just... Some random winter stories and some things about New Year's and Christmas and stuff like that. Um, I don't remember if I've told this story before, but I'll, I guess I'll be telling it today. Um, I used to live, I, I say this all the time, I used to live in Atlanta, Georgia, right? And sometimes it would get actually cold there to the point that it would snow or ice over and stuff like that, right? So I was little, I was probably about... I need to ride my bike. So I was like seven, right? So I was about seven years old. And I, we had this big hill. I lived in an apartment complex. And we had this huge hill, probably like, I don't know, a tenth of a mile long, right? But it was like a pretty steep incline, probably about 15, 16, 15, 16 degrees, something like that, right? So... Uh, what we would do during the normal time, normal times of year when there's no ice or no, it's not raining or anything, you would just ride our bikes down there and there's like a cul-de-sac area. So we would just turn beforehand and, um, you know, just estimate the turn and then be good. Most cars didn't park down there at the very bottom, right where we all came down because they knew we played out there, right? So um, it was one day that it iced over. It was, there was snow everywhere. I think we got maybe like six inches of snow and me and my friends were like, well, hey, let's still have fun and ride our bikes and stuff like that. So we even had, I was on a normal bike, a friend of mine, I think his name is Darius. Um, he had a, uh, he also had a normal bike, but his little brother had one of those little like plastic uh, trikes, you know, those little Hot Wheel ones to sit down low with. Yeah. Those, those are, <laughs> I used, I used to have one of those funny story, but, um, so they, he went down first and then I heard him yell at the bottom and, and that it was all good. So here I go, going down the hill and I don't realize that there's ice <laughs> all the way head towards the bottom half of this hill. So <laughs> I go into turn and try to make the turn and I just start sliding. So I legitimately Tokyo drifted my bike all the way around this basically 90 degree turn, but I had a bunch of space for it down from going down this hill and made it across and didn't crash, luckily. 
none of us actually crashed or got hurt that day. I don't. I still don't know how. Excuse me, I'm starting to get like the hiccups here. Um, but yeah, um, you know, just one of my wild stories from my childhood. Uh, I got a few winter stories. Uh, I, and the thing is, is I don't really, exp I don't, I've never really experienced like true to winter besides, what was it? I think in 2010, there was an ice storm. Besides the year I just said, there was a 2010, there was an ice storm. And I was basically, I, I've said this before, I was locked in a log at cabin for like a week because <laughs> none of our cars or anyone could make it up the hill. And the area that they lived in was super hilly and stuff like that. So, um, none of us could make it out <laughs> or just leave the house in general. So, um, but other than that, I really haven't been in too bad of winters. I've been in areas like Missouri and St. Louis that have wintry area, but never, it's never been terrible when I've been there. All right. So, um, trying to think. Let's see. Um, I guess I could say a Florida winter story, even though that <laughs> doesn't really exist. Uh, the first Christmas I spent here, actually, um, was 2013-ish. Um, I was pretty young still. I think I was still in... It was either in elementary school or... So, yeah, I was pretty young at the time of the story. And it was Christmas Day. It was... <laughs> A lovely 82 degrees <laughs> so me and my, my dad actually took me fishing we went down to uh i think it was like the saint pete pier bridge pier right there so we went we went fishing there um i didn't catch anything i don't think my dad did either but we did end up seeing some dolphins out there which was pretty cool um you know it's kind of like the mangrove area so there's all these little holes with the with like these tiny itty bitty little crabs that <laughs> scurry around and shit like that, um, but you know, okay, it's it's a it's a different time here in <laughs> in Florida whenever it's the winter. Like this year, for instance, Christmas Day was rainy and kind of chilly. Like it was in the fifties, fifties, forties, or like uh, upper teens in Celsius. So it wasn't really that bad, but it was just pouring rain all day long um and in the year before that it was cold quote unquote i know for some northerners 32 degrees 35 degrees is not cold to you guys because you guys get way colder but for us floridians that's pretty damn cold um so you know it's very very much a different landscape here in, in florida in the winter um than any other part of the country um, I know Lucy experiences a different winter, but even he's in a, a somewhat upper part of California. He's not really in Southern California, right? So, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, going into this going into this year, uh, it was kind of my year of improvement. I needed to get some things straight in my life, you know, get my college life back in order, stuff like that. I managed to do that. Uh, I'm still working on it. Kind of ran into a little hiccup, but public school is cheap. What are you going to do about it? Is what it is. We'll get it figured out, hopefully. Um, but uh, I've had a lot of fun making content this year. Uh, I think there are some 
definitely some things that I regret not doing. Like, uh, for instance, this December, uh, Lucy was celebrating his um, Chill for Change project, which is for the Thirst Project. And it's a charity campaign that he's running through the month of December. And I was only able to stream like once or twice, and I completely forgot to set up all the charity stuff. So I didn't want to try and throw something together last minute and it'd be low effort. You know, when I want to, when I want to stream for these charities that we represent and stuff like that, I want it to be the best I can be at it. Right. So I didn't want to rush it. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to stream for it. Um, but in saying that one of the things that did improve this year, specifically later this year was me actually streaming. You know, I'm kind of streaming on a more. What the fuck? Anyway, sorry. Uh, I'm I'm streaming on a more consistent basis now. I'm not, it's not like me disappearing for a month, then two or three two or three streams here and there are disappearing. I still take like one to two week breaks here and there, um, but I am actually streaming more consistent. You know, the finals came out, which <sighs> I'll fully admit I'm mad at that game right now. Mainly, it's mainly really just a skill issue, to be honest with you, but <sighs> it is what it is. You know, everyone always knows their favorite game has to piss them off a little bit, especially when it comes to FPSs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, there are things like the cheaters have started to come in now. People are figuring out how to get past the anti-cheat system. Skill Vegas matchmaking needs to be tweaked a little bit, and some of the nerfs that they've made to like the heavies and stuff have made it a little, made more uh, characters favorable. For instance, like the heavy, um, it, the, one of the biggest things to use about the heavy is they have an RPG. The RPG spread was lowered for enemy damage and raised for yourself, um, self damage. So basically, I can shoot at an enemy standing where the camera is right now, and he, I will take more self-damage than he will, even though I shot him point-blank range. And it's like, now it's starting to favor characters like the light characters who can either evade around that or use the pump shotgun and two-pump you while meleeing you in the face, and you're just all of a sudden dead. So, you know... Yeah, the games go through cycles. It's it's fine. It's whatever. I think it'll get better. You know, the devs have been really good, really responsive, really listening to the community about what they wanted about the game, and that's why I lo loved it so much. Whenever we played the uh, the close and the open beta, um, so you know, and I didn't even get to tell you guys about that. We haven't had an episode recording since then. When they dropped that game. During the Game Awards, I actually freaked out. Because let's be honest, okay? I was doing like everyone else does, except for uh, Marvel Spider-Man fans. Ha ha. Ha ha. I laugh at you. I'm sorry. Baldur's Gate for the win. Um, it was like, just here to watch the Baldur's Gate sweep and maybe some announcements here and there. When I saw the finals thing, I did not expect them to drop the game the same night. Are you joking me? This guy, the director gives you a hint at the beginning and he's like, hey, don't worry, the release date will be at the end of the trailer. It might be a lot sooner than you think. And then they're just like, at the end of the trailer, it's play now. <laughs> it was crazy. I freaked out. 
Um, so I was very glad for that game to come out. And it was ready to come out. There are still some bugs they definitely have to fix. Like you can, there's some walls you can still, ignore my hands here, still warp through and stuff like that. Um, but the game is definitely coming along very well. I'm very excited for that. Um, let's see what else happened this year. Um, I got to go to my first. I've never been to any esports event ever in my life, nor have I really been into esports since this year or uh, pretty much end of last year. Um, but I watched Rocket League esports. Um, and I went to my first. Uh, we I talked about this on a uh, podcast episode, but I went to my first uh, RLCS land major in Boston, which was a lot of fun. I got to watch one of my teams play, uh, place top four, and to play against the best team in the world, and, and to see their oh, if you guys even like like a hint of Rocket League, please, please, I beg of you to watch the overtime game between Rule One and Vitality that happened in oh, that happened in Boston. It was a it is the longest overtime ever in a land. And it was just straight nonstop firing at each other. Ridiculous saves, ridiculous shots somehow not going in. Um, and it, it, man, just to watch that in real time was ridiculous. I cannot tell you how much enough I was excited for the team. Sucks that both of my teams did not win. Um, but I think that Vitality got robbed at the Game Awards because the Rocket League team wasn't even nominated for any awards when their team, to put this into perspective, they won every single major event that they could. So they, they have two different types of events in Rocket League. You have your regionals. Well, three, really. You have uh, offline, which is like... Offline is more like when streamers want to host a tournament, things like Salt Mine, stuff like that. Salt Mine's like a big 1v1 tournament that are hosts like people like Johnny Boy or Rizzo. Um, then you have regional stuff where you're competing in between your region. It's official RLCS events, and you're seeing who's going to get the main spot in the majors, right? So certain ma certain regions are um, given a, a certain amount of spots each season. Um, that is hopefully bound to change. Because the way that my favorite region, uh, the MENA region, Middle Eastern, North Africa region, performed, they 100% deserve. They only get one spot. Meanwhile, other regions like uh, NA and EU get four and five spots. Um, I think that 100% should be changed. And hopefully it will. Uh, I'm a little mad at the Rocket League devs right now. I know they, it's just a game right now. I've played that game for so long and it's been so bland as of recently. You know, even some content creators are taking a break. And unfortunately, we saw the collapse of one of my favorite teams, Rule One, because um, the content creator that was backing it um, sadly had to take a basically a mental health break, had to back away from the sport. So that team basically collapsed, everyone left. Um, I think the only one person personnel people that are left is the coach, but uh, the two twins that uh, that they're called they're called um, oh, what is their name? What are, I can't away for forgetting their names. Ross and uh, Killers, 
They're both twins, twin brothers. Uh, they had to move to Team Falcons, which is a crazy surprise because they cut two of their best players to put them on the team, including one of them, Nalfa, who just got signed two, two or three months ago after the season ended. So it was a little crazy what's uh, what's going on over there. But, um, you know, all in all, this year has been a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking to build a little bit more momentum on streaming and stuff like that. Feel a little bit more confident about what I'm doing. I've been posting on TikTok a little bit more as well, trying to t- test to see what like a schedule of that looks like. Um, I haven't been doing it recently because of the holidays, yada, yada, yada. But, um, you know, I'm very excited for what what is uh, what is co- uh, coming in the future. Uh, with especially this podcast, we uh, we have some people lined up. I'm not going to give any hints or anything like that, but Lucy have been Lucy main excuse me, mainly Lucy has been in contact with some people, and so we might have some very special guests coming on the podcast very soon. Very excited about that. Um, I've I've been asked in stream a couple times by uh i'll even mention their names Foony and twisted tide who are new listeners to the podcast um when the next episode is well here you go sorry it's a little scuffed but <laughs> sometimes we got to make do what we got um but yeah i'm very excited for what's what's to come um hopefully the we can only get better from here um Last year was also very good, but I think this year we started to really put our foot in the ground, started trying new things, re- really refining our craft, as to say, right? Um, and hopefully that can build into motivation and momentum going into next year, and we can continue to do things like this, because I love, I love doing this podcast. Um, you know, sometimes <laughs> me and Lucy get in trouble with each other because we fuck around and find out especially when it comes to scheduling but i think we can over time we can definitely get better at that um you know we're getting older and we're getting we're trying to become a little more organized with our things so um you know that's some good stuff i also have music on the way still i've I've said it a couple times i've been delaying on working on it but it is what it is sometimes that creative drought can really get you into a drought and it's very hard to get out sometimes you know yeah it is what it is um but my friend uh lucas who's been on the podcast aka hedge solo um is now work refining his crafts with his uh french horn this is the instrument he's played for most of his music career and it's uh um he's it's something he, he felt that he lacked the effort on for a while but now he's getting back into it and he's hitting things he's never even done before so you know, um, so hopefully I can kind of use that as a little bit of motivation to get my act together, you know, finally le- learn keyboard and stuff like that, that I've been wanting to do for like ages and ages and ages. Um, but you know, just trying to keep my head up, uh, and keep marching on. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now. And I'm just trying to figure out, basically, I'm about 20 years old, trying to figure out 
who I am and how I want things to go and what are the best ways that I need to going forward, right? What are the best options for me? Stuff like that. So, um, but I'm glad you guys are along for the ride. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I can't tell if that'll be enough time. That is all the time I have to record. Um, if Lucy doesn't do the outro, just make sure you go check out his channel. If it's still this, um, and it'll probably the campaign will probably be over by the time this is uploaded. But make sure you guys support the charities that that uh, Lucy most of the time is able to uh, help promote and stuff like that, like the Thirst Project. Really appreciate what those guys are doing, um, providing wells and water, clean drinking water to places in Africa where that is not possible. Um, but yeah, make sure you like, follow, do all that good stuff, and we'll see you there in 2024. See you later.